0: Welcome to Random Rewards, the one and only, the beautiful, the most exciting and most fun gamification show.
1: Where we talk games, but then how to take game concepts and put them in non-game context so we can make life more fun and interesting and also help people make really, really engaging experiences. So that's why we're here. That's what we do professionally. <laughs> and now we're doing it on a podcast.
0: That is right, Chris, I'm yeah. so excited.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited too. Today we're gonna to be talking about a game. We were talking about games that uh, we stayed up all night playing and you immediately said, The Sims, that's the game. And I totally get it, but yeah, I, I, just, I was curious. So what, when was the last time you stayed up all night playing The Sims?
0: last time you actually mentioned that um that it was for free for a certain while Mm -hmm. Um, just before that i used to play for like quite a bit quite like the whole night basically uh, for a few nights and so i was really excited when i heard that you guys want to play but then i was already burned out (laughs) (laughs) by the time when it came out for free so
1: well, I want to hear about like what what got you so addicted, and then also what got you burned out. We'll get to the burnout. We'll get to the negative yeah. stuff later. The the dark tragic end of the Sims tragic playing. End. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sims is just very. If you don't know, listener, uh, the Sims is a a simulation game, a simulation sandbox game where you pretend to. Uh, or you you play like a godlike figure, and you influence uh, little simulated people in their lives, and from there build all kinds of weird scenarios that could be in sitcoms or um, people can meet dark, tragic ends.
0: Or it can be just your own life, yeah, right in a good or bad way. i do that a lot actually i create like my my perfect self and i also create like the worst case scenario
1: (laughs) okay so tell me about that so so wait so (laughs) i totally do that too like i always create i always play myself like i always Mm. like this is i i do this in any game that allows me to like customize the look of something i'm like spending far too long like trying to make it look exactly (sighs) like myself
0: I usually spend around two hours to create characters
1: <laughs> yeah. for
0: my sims. Like seriously. Yeah. Like, I think the longest it took me was maybe three or four hours before and I would seriously spend like that long on picking the right outfits. Mm-hmm. And now with the new sims, you also have you have different like scenarios of what outfits you can create and also the characteristics of the sims you can change and the abilities of the sims so earlier you just had you know like some random characters and you had a few outfits but now you can change like what what the motivations are of the sims and as a as a person who's into like behavioral science obviously like that is really interesting like how will people interact with each other if they have different personalities and different strengths different abilities it's really really interesting and it yeah. must have taken them forever to build this, actually.
1: Yeah, to determine, like, what... Because cause really what they're doing with The Sims is they're trying to, like, simulate, as you said, psychology and sociology. But, they're, but they have to make it rules because what makes a game fun is that there are consistent rules. And we know that life, there aren't consistent rules. People mm. behave super randomly. And so... So having all these different attributes, like they had to say, like, what does it mean for a character to be nice? Like, does that mean yeah. they're more likely to uh, make friends quicker, or is <laughs> or do nice people make friends quicker than than people who speak their mind or are more abrasive? I don't know, but like, you're essentially playing like somebody's vision of what the world is. Like what their interpretation of all the rules of the world are. So I find that super interesting.
0: Yeah. Like metagame of it. And what I also, what I found impressive and which makes me come back again and again is that there's still so much randomness in all those rules. Like you always get surprised. So that that is a lot of quarter of seven, unpredictability and curiosity. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the main things that just keeps me pl- playing and playing and playing because I want to know what is going to happen with my sims if I interact with something else? Or um, if I do a certain action for like a lot of times, what is going to happen to my sims? Or when I talk to this person for three hours,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> are they going to fall in love? Are they <laughs> going to get married, get a kid? Um, yeah, there's so many things that can happen.
1: You ever try to force people to be your friend like you're like i you will be my best friend by the end of this night before we both fall asleep i'm gonna make you be my friend
0: yeah i actually i don't know if you did this too but like i sometimes friend the wrong people Mm -hmm. like sometimes by accident and sometimes also just to try out if it could work
1: what do you mean by the wrong And they're people?
0: just dick. People who are just dick to you. Oh, like, okay. people who are really rude. They're just like... Like, some, some characters, some, some of the characters that you um, interact with can yeah. be really rude. It can be like, oh, um, actually, I'm making a joke about your looks now. Like, you look like shit or something <laughs> like that. And you're just like, oh, your sim is going to be, like, teary and, like, you get some minus you yeah. know, friendship, smileys. Yeah. Or you can... Actually, that's actually even more fun. You could be the person that is really rude to sometimes. So try yeah.
1: that. You're saying you like to yeah. play your ideal scenario and your worst case but scenario. There's a
0: lot of options and like playing around. Sorry?
1: I said you're... You said you like... You were, you were playing your best case scenario oh, and your worst yeah. case scenario.
0: Exactly. Like, I can... Play like the good Sabrina and the bad Sabrina, basically.
1: (laughs) What does the good Sabrina do in the game and what does the bad Sabrina do in the game?
0: Yeah, so the good one would be like, you know, making friends, building a really cool career, having fun, um, making sure your Sim is always happy, always in a good mood, never depressed, has enough sleep, enough food, enough money, Just the perfect life, right? The perfect life. And give it it like a pool, give it all nice stuff. Yeah. Um, The beautiful garden, maybe search for a perfect partner as well. Maybe that person has a husband from the beginning um, and maybe Mm. a kid or whatever. Um, Yeah. And then the worst case scenario would be like, you don't give it anything. You basically just have like this horrible mattress and really small room, and yeah. maybe you don't let it go to the toilet. Like you <laughs> close the door or something. Like you don't build a door to the toilet, and then <laughs> it just tries to get to the toilet, but it can't. Or you place something in front of the toilet, and then it pees on the floor, and it gets really angry and sad. And then you don't bring the trash out. <laughs>
1: That's like that. <laughs> and then it loses 7 the
0: job. Too.
1: Yeah, that's like the core drive seven. Cause, cause I totally get that. Like, and it's weird because it's almost like two diametric opposite ways of playing. Like there's the way of like winning at life. Like you said, like maxing out all of the various scores that you have. And then there's also the, I wonder what will happen when I put this, this character in a terrible situation. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I did a similar thing. Like I, I did a um, no, like I, 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 wasted all my money and i made it so the character had no money and he had no bed and he had just nowhere to live like he was just living on a like empty plot of land <laughs> i i spent all my money on like a pool that he couldn't even get in He was just like surrounded by a pool and so in the neighbor in the sims 4 we have like the access to the neighborhood you can go to like other people's houses you can like sleep on park benches and stuff and so i did that i was like can this can i like Live. Can, you survive? can i survive as like a homeless person in the world and so i kept yeah. breaking into people's houses and like trying to sleep in their bed but i couldn't go for like longer than an hour and then yeah, i was like yeah. i was like what if i max out the friend score with this person can i still not sleep in their bed and it turns out the game never lets you sleep in someone's bed unless you're like married to them which is very yeah. puritan if in if you ask me like you oh, should you have be able sex, to... right? Yeah, or you have sex. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to <laughs> But
0: <that's laughs> sleeping, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're in a romantic relationship, you can sleep over yeah. at their house and it's not weird. But but yeah. You
0: sleep on the sofa though? Not sleep really.
1: Can you Yeah, you can, but they still kick you out. Like they're still yeah, like, they "Hey, still this kick is inappropriate."
0: You out, like after an hour or so. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so then you're I never just
0: constant, tried that, right? so that's interesting actually.
1: Yeah, so that's that constant, <laughs> that unpredictability. That's that's like, oh, this thing, this this world looks like what I know, mm. but now I can try all these weird stuff that I would never do in my own life because I'm too afraid of living that actual life myself.
0: Mm. That's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So there's some seriously heavy core drives in this in this game. Like there's there's the core drive two development accomplishment because you're constantly trying to max out the bars that you're like your mm-hmm. your food bar and your entertainment bar and, and then you've also got the aspirations. So you've got the like higher level goals like reach this far in your career or yeah, the or careers it is. can
0: be really gnarly though. Like you yeah, can really they can really power you out. They can burn you, totally burn you out. And sometimes it's a bit annoying because you kind of want to play with the sims, but then they are just gone for like eight hours and you just like have the the speeding up thing, right?
1: Yeah, but it's not even that fast. It still takes like so long.
0: Yeah, but it's actually like, I think this is actually a technique that makes you sort of even more drawn to like what's gonna happen next
1: Mm, what's gonna happen when they get home
0: like i feel like every single time when i have been like yeah when you come home like in what state is my sim gonna be like what's gonna happen at work and like what yeah Mm. so i found like if it would just be like okay you have been at work and then you can skip it and it goes into your um normal routine there wouldn't be a lot of CD7. Like there wouldn't be a lot of unpredictability, curiosity built up during that period. But because Mm. there is this like timer that like shows you like, oh, your sim is going to be home in like four hours. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, what's going to happen? Oh, it's still on it. It's still on it. Maybe you like buy some stuff for it or whatever during that time.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, I, I hadn't thought about that. And that's something because one of the things I find so much so addictive about it is that you're like, there's all these things you have to wait for because it's simulating time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're like, just one more day because I might get promoted mm-hmm. in my career, you know, but exactly. I don't know. Right. That's actually interesting. And- And
0: I think that makes you stay with the game that long, too, because there's a lot of waiting where you actually don't really play, but you feel still immersed in the game, even though you're not actually playing. You're just waiting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel immersed while not playing? That's
0: interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, the game technique is still active, so basically you're still playing, right? Yeah. You're just not actively interacting with the game.
1: Right. You're watching it.
0: It's it's almost like if you have a torture break as well. You're still sort of playing because the game is always in your head. That's yeah. also why you go back. But it's like a small sort of torture break. So you s- basically stay in the game. You don't go out and do something else.
1: Right. Should we talk about what a torture break is? It's like when you to, when yeah. the, the system makes you want to take a desired action, but then you have to wait to take it. So you t- you can only take a certain amount, and then it says... Yeah, you gotta come back. You gotta come back later and take another one. And so the reason why game designers do this is because they know that a certain amount of actions will burn out the user. And so they co-opt that burning out process there. They 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 get in front of it by saying, Oh, sorry, you can't play anymore um, for right now. And so maybe if you were playing like The Sims, like like if you were constantly controlling them, you might get sick of it. Because controlling them yeah. is actually kind of annoying. <laughs> you're like, no, go over there. Like, what are you, because it's not one-to-one. You're not, in a lot of games, yeah. you're directly controlling your character. And there's that like constant feeling of direct transference. But in The Sims, you're not. In The Sims, you're kind of like, you're, you're suggesting what the character should do. And sometimes they don't do what you want them to do. Yeah. Do you feel like that changes your relationship to the game or makes it more or less immersive? They don't do exactly what you want.
0: I think, I think it makes it more immersive. So, because, because of the quarter of seven, right. Because I don't know what's going to happen. But like, yeah, yeah. But I feel like the torture break in general, usually, like if it's a torture break that is like for a longer period of time, then and you can't see the feedback in front of you right with the sims you can see the feedback still right in front of you it tells you like maybe even what happens at work it tells you like oh your sims has had a, a meeting and she was really angry so they were really unhappy with what she produced um but if for example farmville right farmville had torture breaks too it was like oh you need to uh, put your crops down and then you wait for like four hours till they're um, ready Ready to to, be be harvested. And there, that took me out of like the the immersion. And also a lot of the mobile games nowadays say like, oh, why don't you pay Mm -hmm. uh, one euro, one dollar, whatever, to skip that waiting period? Yeah. And there it just totally takes you out of the game. I know it works because people do wanna play less basically.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or play more. Actually like torture break is like to play more, but yeah. at the same time you're basically paying to to skip all the waiting time.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So I get that. And I did it myself a lot of times. I would pay to skip the break or get more energy. Sometimes you have it with energy, like you have a certain amount of energy Mm -hmm. and it gives you a torture break because you're running out of energy. So you need to wait until the energy has filled up again. And then you can just buy new energy, right? (laughs) And microtransactions are really popular these days. But the problem with those is like in the long run, it really burns you out and it makes you lose the fun of the game. Um, And it's also because it's so black hat. Like a black hat is basically what makes you feel less good when you play the game. So there's white hat and black hat. White hat is like what makes you feel really empowered, what makes you feel good. Black hat is the stuff that makes you feel urgency, which is good. But if it's too much, it makes you feel burned out. Yeah. And I think a lot of those, way too much black hat. So it makes you feel... Burned out and tired, and I guess it might be with The Sims to a little extent too. That if you need to wait too long, yeah, too many times, like it gets repetitive because you need to wait so many times when they go to work, like, for right. oh, eight hours, oh, another eight hours, another eight hours.
1: So, yeah, you had said earlier that you got burned out from The Sims. And I think, I think that it's that core drive seven is like motivating is sort of motivating the urgency of continually wanting to play the Sims over and over because Mm. otherwise it's very white hat. It's very much like you're telling a story about, you know, you're building a story through what happens and you're, you're, like I said, maxing out the bar. So there's this constant feeling of progress and you're building your like dream house and and your dream, like set up of people. And that's all very core drive three, like creativity and empowerment or empowerment of creativity and feedback. So, so it's that core drive seven that like kind of anchors the black hat experience and a little bit of the core drive six, waiting for uh, the scarcity and patience, like waiting to see what's going to happen next. But yeah, I'm curious what caused you to get burned out at the end
0: I think it's just because you don't stop playing, right? Because you, I mean, at some point you need to stop, right? Right. So if the game is so engaging, like too engaging actually, Mm. and you just play for hours and hours and hours on repeat at a certain time, you're like, oh my God, I wasted like all this time tonight again. (laughs) Like yeah. there's real life. There's real life, right? That yeah. needs to be dealt with. So that's the problem with good games, right? Like usually they they can become a bit of a hazard for you because <laughs> Yeah. It's more exciting than real life.
1: <laughs> this reminds me of of something that happened to me. I've I've had multiple Sims like addiction or binge sessions in my life. Mm-hmm. And and on a previous one. Like I was like obsessively cleaning my Sims house while I was Mm. surrounded by a completely messy house of my own. Mm. And that, that juxtaposition was like too strong for me. I was like, what am I doing? Like (laughs) I'm putting all this effort into cleaning a digital house and none into cleaning my own house.
0: Or like, I had a similar thing with like Um, basically making friends in the sims like with everyone and then you're just like in your freaking flat for three days straight with no social contact yeah and i'm like suddenly i'm like dude why am i making all these virtual buddies they're not even real people like if it would at least be like a second life or something where it's actually like real people you interact with (laughs) not even that or like yeah, like a world of World of Warcraft or something, where it's like actually people in the game that you're interacting with. Like, yeah, you're just interacting with all these like computer-based people, and like, <laughs> why, right? <laughs> um, what? What? Yeah, could... so I was also like, so the,
1: so the maker of The Sims comes to us and says. We see that this happens. People burn out. They have really terrible work-life balance. What can, what can you do to help us like, balance out The Sims and make it more like, affirming of your actual life and less like a distraction? Mm. Could we do that?
0: It's an interesting thought. And maybe it some, has something to do with having like, real-life um, feedback. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the best would be like, if you're cleaning the house and the Sims, mm-hmm. you're also cleaning the house for real. But <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: if it was like a one-to-one kind of relationship. Yeah. Well, I think there's like a little bit to that. Like, for example, what if, so the Sims like jogging around the block, you know, to exercise and okay. it compared the Sims stats with your own. Like, if you had Fitbit or something, and then it was, like, feeding into the, into the actual game and says, like, here's yours. And now you're like, oh, I want to keep up with my sim or something yeah. to that effect.
0: That's, that's what gamification is, right? Basically. Yeah. yeah. And that would be, like, I would be addicted to running. Seriously, <laughs> if I'd have a sims that has the feedback of me running yeah. during the day. Like, if, if it's slimmer they get, like, a six-pack they get yeah. happier. That yeah. would be the best thing that ever yeah. existed. Yeah, like that would be the coolest game ever.
1: Yeah, but that yeah. but that's the only feedback you could get. I'm trying to think of or other you ways. Can
0: check in with friends, for example, as well. Like maybe yeah. you have your own, like your own group of friends, mm-hmm. and this will also make everyone play it, right? Mm-hmm. So you can check in with your friends. If you check in with your friends, you might get like a a bonus for or a booster for your social. Mm happiness so like you don't feel lonely anymore as a sim maybe you need to like check in with some other people if you (laughs) if if you're lonely as the sim in your real life oh uh, my god can you imagine
1: if this was like facebook like if it was like a facebook game and it was integrated in that way where you had if you checked in with people and then you would play like a sandbox game as well as doing Facebook. That would be like the most addictive game ever made.
0: <laughs> I wonder if people would start randomly talking to strangers. That would be such an interesting social experiment. Hmm. Like, do you think, do you think people will like randomly start talking to other people? Like, Hey, do you play Sims? <laughs> you want to check in with me?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It could be, right? Like in a bar, for example, or like, I don't know, even in the metro or something when people are bored. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean,
1: I'm sure people did that with like Pokemon Go. They're like, oh, are you here to capture the Pokemon? Too? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I had that before. I had that. And you can see who was playing Pokemon. Like, yeah. you could see them, like, walking around like
1: this, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty obvious that they're looking yeah. for something and, yeah, and they yeah. either look crazy or...
0: In the beginning, I was sort of like, oh, I can't just, like, go up to them and talk to them. But yeah. then after a while, I was like, actually, we both have a similar interest. That's, like, the easiest to start a conversation with. Yeah. So I guess, it, like, that would be, like, a converse, good conversation starter, really.
1: So so, what if uh, someone from a completely different industry came to us and said, I love The Sims, like I want to make people react to my app the way that they do to The Sims. Yeah. We get clients like this who say like, I love Fortnite. Can you make my you know, cryptocurrency app that gives rewards based on uh, sharing? Can you make that like Fortnite? And we go, sure. Let's let's uh, <laughs> let's see what we can do, but yeah, yeah. So so say someone comes from the automotive industry and they want to create a loyalty program. Mm. What can we do? What could be done to make it more like the Sims?
0: Yeah. So first of all, right? Like it, it depends on their desired actions and their right. business metrics. Yeah. But let's say the automotive industry, the um, they want to make a safer to people to say Drive more safely. Drive more safely. Thank you. No worries. So they want people to drive more safely. That's like the main, that's the the main business metric to have people having less accidents. Less
1: accidents. Yeah. Yeah. Less tickets.
0: given. Yeah. You stare seatbelts, drive less falls, like no speeding, et cetera. Um, And the desired action would be, I don't know. Yeah. um, What would it be? yeah uh, less speeding or don't go over a certain amount of
1: yeah don't go over a certain amount um yeah keep 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 to the speed of the speed limits that you're in yeah um you know break fast enough before you yeah. you know keep your eyes yeah. on the road versus like trying texting or now,
0: that is actually an interesting one because we can't directly um design this right yeah. because because I, i'm and i actually worked on an app like this yeah um where we needed to basically have the game before and after because you can't sh- show it during the process yeah. and like even if it's a gps based like a map based thing
1: mm-hmm. you
0: don't want to distract people with like oh here's a like a reward <laughs> popping up Yeah. yeah. yeah for 10 minutes yay and then they drive into something because they're like seeing this amazing animation of yeah. the success moment um, when yeah. the treasure chest opens so that doesn't really work and I, I i find even with um uh what is it called um the driving app what's the name of it um ways ace. ways yeah not ace
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> ways ace ace driving ace Ace driving <laughs> um ways yeah even there sometimes i found it a bit distractive to have all these like little cute Mm -hmm. cars that drive around and have like different notifications on and stuff yeah um so yeah just keeping that to the minimum and then but then giving the right feedback mechanics of like
1: yeah
0: it tracks basically how fast you have been braking it tracks how fast you have been Driving based on the GPS, you you know, like oh, this is a uh, 100 kilometer per hour zone. You yeah. need to match it with the data, and that is actually a bit problematic because the the um, to like these days, the accuracy of the of those uh, yeah, tracking systems are still not 100 percent right. good. I mean some clients might have the perfect system. I don't know, maybe there's so, a yeah. company out there that has the perfect system. So come to us and yeah. we make it more fun then. So let's um, say the,
1: that they do have the perfect system. So it seems so like for the to, to replicate the Sims like concept like so you have the core drive 2 development and accomplishment you've got some bars that you're trying to max out and one of the ways yeah. you max out the bars is by taking desired actions. Exactly.
0: So. so that's definitely one of the things that that could be considered like yeah. Having this, uh, yeah, the ma- mainly the skills, like mm-hmm. building up skills in your mm-hmm. driving. So you could have your avatar mm-hmm. that inc- increases in abilities. It becomes like a a driving king, right? And it's <laughs> like the newbie that has like no idea about driving. Yeah. And then you build up skills slowly and earn slower. And maybe even to give it a little bit more quarter of three mm-hmm. um, empowerment of creativity and feedback, yeah. which is really strong in the Sims. You yeah. could then use these ability to unlock different things inside the app. Maybe they partner with insurance companies, so yeah. there might be certain strategies you can build up to get a better rate.
1: Yeah,
0: or there are certain strategies how you can get uh vouchers for like i don't know in like a petrol station yeah and you could even have like different specializations right like what do you want to specialize in so you get a little bit more um strategy strategy involved there i think it's hard to make it like really 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 creative there because the strategies have a limit yeah um yeah part of possible in real life but
1: Part of the creativity could be in building up your avatar, you were saying, like, uh, mm-hmm. like in The Sims, you say you spent two hours creating characters. I think that's probably pretty normal for people. Yeah. Um, uh, you, could, you could spend that much time creating your car. You could be trying to like replicate what your car looks like, mm-hmm. your, actu- your actual car. And then when you do that, then that creates that like one-to-one connection between you and your, and your avatar.
0: Totally. And you have like different specializations in the cars too, right? You can have one that drives more ecologically. You can have mm-hmm. one that's like a speedy car, yeah. Um, which obviously not speeding, but like is a bit faster, you know, like you mm-hmm. can, you can s- speed up quicker and like you're a bit more like the sporty, cool type of person. Yeah. Uh, and you can, through that, you can also make it available for more, like, different personality types in general. Like, yeah. you have different driver types, right? You have your the mom that wants to pick up their kids. She wants to be really safe, right? Mm-hmm. So if that's your main player type as the company, then yeah. you should focus on that. But yeah. you can also have different other um, characteristics, like the sports driver or the road trip person that would go like from place to place just traveling around the country um depends really on the company what they want to set their focus on
1: yeah i like the road trip concept i think that would be really cool well i was thinking what what uh the like how could you introduce more core drive seven unpredictability and curiosity Mm because i feel like we've discovered that one of the reasons why you stay up all night playing the sims is what's going to happen next is it Mm going am i going to get promoted like it's, that's kind of the engine that drives the rest of the experience. Mm.
0: So that could be something like unlocks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so while you're driving through a map, you mm-hmm. can unlock different new things there. Yeah. That, again, that depends on what the concept, like the business concept also of the company is like, yeah. are they partnering up with insurance? Are they yeah. partnering up with maybe shops that are around? hmm and I think that's sometimes something we can't always influence, but we can obviously give tips or can give inspiration about what, what could be possible.
1: So what I think would be crazy is so so what if you were like like self-driving cars like creates a whole new world of possibilities mm-hmm. with gamification. And what you could do is essentially have things like, like Easter eggs unlock while you're like driving a certain route, say you're mm-hmm. like a commuter, you always drive the same route to work. Then you have some chance of getting an Easter egg. But what if that Easter egg is like, you get advanced word of like a, a trailer for a movie that you already yeah. like or something yeah, like that. Exactly.
0: exactly. That would be the, the the ideal. Like if it relates to something you're already interested in. Yeah. And I was thinking what could be even cooler, what br- would bring a little bit more quarter at five into place yeah. is if your friends or your colleagues mm-hmm. could lay Easter eggs for you, oh wow, that'd be really cool. Like yeah. almost like presents. So if you have built up enough, yeah. <laughs> built up enough enough yeah. skills, yeah. or enough, maybe you drive for a certain amount, um, mm-hmm. you can unlock presents, and then you can give these presents to others. So you can lay an egg for others. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that sounds really cool. So it's like, cause, cause Waze or something like that is, is so, is so about like, where's the traffic? What's the best route? It's all like, it's all white hat. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's black hat in the sense you're trying to avoid bad traffic accidents or whatever, but, um, it's white the hat efficiency. and it's like just trying to get you from place to place, but there's no like delight to it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a lot way. of silly and like feeling of yeah. efficiency. Yeah. And like, so adding more focus delight
1: to it. Focus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. adding more delight and excitement to and the unpredictability to the driving experience while also like I said you could do a lot more if someone was not was getting self-driven because you wouldn't want to be like you got a present while you're driving you're like looking at your phone and that's all bad right
0: yeah it could be something that is like in the end um you've got this special special egg from your friend because you were driving that route
1: Yeah, exactly. So you know that this route has a certain possibility that something that you can like communicate and so you can like drop things. And maybe they even have like a time limit. So you like drop it and then it only lasts for so long. Mm -hmm. And so they have to drive over in a certain time.
0: And you could have either depending on the um, on the desired action. Yeah. It might be always going the right way, like the most efficient way of what, way uh, what the app is uh, suggesting to you. Yeah, or it could be exploring new places.
1: Yeah, I like that. Like that more unpredictability, kind of like in in the experience. Yeah. Well, so so this is what we do at the Octalysis Group. If you're interested. Um, this is the exact kind of conversations we have and this, with clients all the time who come to us trying to make really engaging experiences. And so if you want to make your experience more engaging, check us out um, at, uh, Sabrina, what's your, your information? Where are you on the internet?
0: So I am on Twitter. I'm uppercase user underline adventure with a capital A. <laughs> it's That's in the show notes
1: you, you can find it in the show
0: um notes. also go on our website mm-hmm. com. and what's your twitter handle
1: it's chris underscore tomaso
0: our, our twitter handles are not very user-friendly no they're not with, um we would also really love to hear your feedback about like what games you are playing or what experiences you have in gamified apps. Maybe you also know a driving app that you've been playing and yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback. And also if you have any questions or ideas for other episodes that you would really love to hear, please send us all your ideas either on our socials or on the website through the contact form or directly via Sabrina at octalysisgroup.com or Chris, is it Chris? Just yeah, Chris. Just o- Chris, o- Chris o- at <laughs>
1: octalysisgroup.com. Yeah. yeah, we're very uh, casual yeah. at Octalysis Group. It's just exactly. our first names.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure if it's like Chris, Christopher.
1: Christopher. Chris, Chris just, underscore nobody Tommaso. Called you,
0: nobody called you Christopher.
1: No, no, only my parents do, and only when they're mad.
0: Yeah, it's, I just wanted to say I'm sure when your when your girlfriend's mad she's still like Christopher.
1: He's never called me that not once. <laughs> oh, that would glad. be so scary if that happened. Yeah. It's funny. All right, so I'm assuming it's going to fade out at some point.
0: fading out. This was the Octasa show.
1: Yeah, random rewards. We'll